Hey there, trail runners. Welcome to episode three of the Trail Runners Experience. On today's episode, I'll be talking to up-and-coming South Australian runner Braden Funk. In this episode, Braden shares his thoughts on trail running in the Adelaide Hills, plus his approach to training, and we talk about his lofty goals for 2018 and beyond. Let's go running. So how you going, Braden? Nice I'm to good, see man. you. Yourself? Yeah, I'm all right. Yeah, bit of a cold, um, like I just won't go away, yeah. but you know, surviving. I went for a run this morning yep. at like oh, five o'clock and I just, it was, the air was so cold, it was, I was coughing non-stop. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's terrible. Yeah. I hate training like, at this time. I mean, I love the, the cold weather. It's better than hot. But yeah. Yeah. Definitely better. So, a couple of questions to shoot at you. And um, so we've got Braden Funk. Yeah. And so first question is, how old are you? Start out, simple. 19 years of age. You're only 19. Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah, I actually thought you were older. That's, that's okay. So yeah. All my follow-up questions are going to be incredible. So how long have you been running? So uh, Since September 2014, so we're coming up to four years. Of running ultras? Nah, just running in general. So yeah, I started doing just 5Ks, 10Ks along Nini Park. Yeah. And then I ran my first half marathon, the Christmas Fanatics half marathon in 2014. Yeah. And then after that, I sort of just wanted to keep going. So 2014, you're like 15. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, 15. Wow. Yeah. Awesome. And so did you do cross country and stuff at school? Or it... Yeah, I did a few in primary <laughs> school. Um, sort of went off it. I was more into the skateboarding and uh, wakeboarding. And then oh, after nice. that, kept injuring my ankle. And I was like, man, um, heaps of my mates were veering off it. So I was like, oh. I'll pick up something new, so I yeah, started running a bit. Running, something yeah. that's just going to thrash you even more. Yeah, no, pretty much. Eh? No, it's all right. <laughs> you know, skateboarding um, and wakeboarding pretty hard on the body, mm. especially oh, yeah. probably more so skateboarding. Oh yeah, for sure. Dude. Yeah. Um, no, it's great. So, when, how old were you when you did your first ultra? Did you say? Ultra. So I did a Yarrabilla around sixteen. So I would have been seventeen years of age. Yes, because I was just too young to register and they wouldn't let me uh, register because of the insurance. Yeah. So I just ran along the side. Ah. No bib, just... Oh, bandit. Yeah. Just a, a free... Yeah, fair and, enough. And uh, spoke to Barry after and he was fine with it. He was like, yeah, yeah fair enough. It's just <laughs> There's a couple of runners out there that I think... I know, you know, like young Tyler. Yep. He's been wanting to do it for a couple yep. of years. Yeah. I mean, he's a, he's a gun as well. And he... um. Ah, so are you going to do it this year? Yeah, I'm thinking of it. Ah, great. The vein between Yarrabilla and Hounslow. So ah, Hounslow. I'll ultra, get, ultra as I've well. I've seen that one. That looks, it's the same organisers as Buffalo, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, and they reckon it's tougher than the Buffalo's Ultra. So it oh, be interesting. Would be interesting. We'll get to that. It's interesting. Um, um, very interesting. So wow, so you're, you're a pretty young ultra runner. So yes, that's yeah, impressive. for sure. Um, I didn't do my first ultra until I was 30... 33, okay. so there you go, So, which is pretty normal for a lot of people. <laughs> but some, I mean, I actually sometimes feel like I'm young. I'm 38 now, yeah. and uh, almost 39, and, and it's so weird. Like, I look around me, and I've got all these guys that are like 10 years yeah. older than me. So you, you're a proper baby. Yeah. Is that what you've grown the beard just yeah, to Yeah, uh, I sort of look age? older, but... Yeah. <laughs> no, it looks, it looks wild, man. You remind me, I mean, I'm sure, you, I know you get it a lot, is that... Um, Kipika? Anton. Yeah, yeah, Anton. Anton. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'd be good to run a bit like him. Oh yeah. And he's and you're into cycling as well, aren't yeah, you? Yeah, yeah. So, and so um, another link. Pretty there. much into anything you could yeah. possibly think of: cycling, mountain biking, running, all of that. Yeah. 
Um, not good at swimming though, so I can't do triathlons. So. No, no, I'm a terrible swimmer. I know a lot of runners that are bad swimmers. Yeah. Yeah. I've, I've toyed with the idea of doing a triathlon. Yeah, I've tried it, but <laughs> just can't train for it. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe you need to get a team together, find yeah. a good swimmer. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So you've been running ultras for a while. And so like, tell me about your training. So. Yeah. So basically my training, um, when I started, it was all over the place. You know, I just ran when I felt like it. Um, yeah. and then once I did the half marathon, I was like, oh, it'd be good to, you know, get a sort of a training plan going. So I spoke to my brother, Kieran, um, and he sort of helped me out to base out my first training. He mentioned um, to build your week slowly, you know, 10% rule. Yep. Um, and then, yeah, don't uh, don't run too fast on every run. Most runs take it easy. And then maybe do like one workout a week or something when you're starting off. Um, yeah. So yeah, I was doing that for ages and then uh, train up for my first marathon. I really pushed in the training and a consistent five day a week oh, cool. uh, training and then even putting in cycling training, so cross training as well on my rest days. And um, yeah, so now most of the time I've been averaging around 60 to 80 k's a week. Okay, cool. And now training for the 100 miler, I'm obviously going to ramp that up a bit. Yeah, yeah. I, I want to ask you all about the, the miler. Yeah. Oh, you've got a bit of time, but that, yeah. that's great. I know you've got a few events before then. So um, do you have a coach? Or no, I don't. Just really, self-coached? I just go off Kieran. Kieran helps me out a bit. Yeah. He's done a personal training course, so he sort of knows a bit. Ah. And yeah. Yeah, so, so Kieran has um had a, is he running is he racing much now? Is he he likes the shorter stuff, yeah, doesn't he? Yeah, so he did Buffalo, yeah, twenty K and he finished second. Smashed it. So I think he was pretty mm. stoked on that. Yeah. Um he did Buller uh forty five the week before. You came, both did, didn't you? Yeah. He <coughs> came first in that. Um but, Outright first. Oh no. Yeah. Lucy Buffalo only got him, but uh Fair enough. That was sort of expected. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, um yeah, mm. he's focusing on uni a bit. Yeah. Um, and then obviously he's gone to the UK for a year for uni um, coming up. So, yeah. Oh, wow. He's yeah. going to the UK. So I think, yeah, yeah, he's mainly just focusing on his uni, but, you know, shorter yeah. races. Um, especially um, his injury that he got in 2016. That, yeah, right. that put him off for a year. So I think he sort of wants to build his base up a bit better. Yeah. Well, he's running. He ran well. I was at... Yeah, obviously, as you know, I was at Buffalo. Right? Yeah. yeah, he he smashed that. Oh yeah. He wrecked himself though, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah. He um, a few weeks before, or four weeks before, he rolled his ankle in Black Hill. Oh. So um, he was a bit uh, on the downhills. He was holding yeah. himself back a bit. Didn't want to screw up the race. Yeah, and the downhills there at at Buffalo so extreme. Yeah. Like you think the the downhills here on Black Hill. Yeah. Are extreme. They're nothing. Else. Even coming down Chapman's, you're like, man, this is pretty steep. But then. Coming down mixed track or even uh, it's terrifying. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> clear spot track, like. Just... I actually thought I was pretty good on downhills yeah, until same. I got there, <laughs> and then I had people running past me. Yeah. And just like throwing themselves down the hill. Yeah. And I, I was just very. I even still, I fell down a couple of times. Yeah. But um, yeah, it's crazy. So um, yeah. So yeah, you're um, so you know you don't have a coach and you're you're learning off your brother, which is good, and he's got mm. a pretty good background. Yep. And um, so you, it sounds like you're doing things really well. Yep. And so you said you do about 80 kilometres a week, and yeah. obviously you got to build it up at, gradually. At the moment, about 70, 80. Yeah. yeah. What's your favourite thing to do training-wise? Like, do you have a, a favourite kind of workout? Like whether it's your long slow run, or like a, a hill session, or just um, a free run on the trails. At the moment, it's my Thursday runs. Usually, I'm doing. 
like massive elevation in a short distance. So this week I did a thousand meters in like 15 K. That's awesome. And um, really I'm not pushing it. I'm just doing it just to get my climbing legs in great. for Europe. Um, so yeah, that's at the moment, that's probably my favorite. I know I can just go out a relaxed heart rate. Don't have to smash yeah. myself and I can just have fun out there. What, um, so what workout, like, is it on, in Black Hill? Yeah. Black yeah, Hill yeah. Conservation Park. Um, What's your um? How do you get it? How, I mean, I've I've done similar kind of things yeah, on yeah. Black Hill. It's what I love about mm. Black Hill is you can get. It's not the biggest hill in the Adelaide Hills. Yeah. But you can get a lot of elevation quickly because yeah. it's got some of the steepest climbs. Yep. So where specifically have you got a, a loop? Or is um, it top secret. No, I can probably find it on Strava. Can, yeah, all my runs are on Strava. As you can find yeah. it. Um, we do have. Me and Kieran have scouted out a few secret hills around the area. There's one on the other side of the gorge. And literally um, goes straight up. It's probably it's called on Strava. It's called Wrecked Mountain, and right. it's about forty percent for five hundred meters or something. So ah, oh, cool. Yeah, it's brutal, but um, mainly yeah, it's just ridge track. Probably my favourite yeah. hill. Um, <coughs> it's fairly vulnerable. And then uh, the emergency track or the segments where it hurts <laughs> the most. I know the one. Yeah, yeah. That, that hill's good. Yeah, it's um, steep. And yeah, mainly just. just and just try and get there. up and down. Yeah. Yeah. I I I built a uh, like a twenty four k loop on there that has about um, fifteen hundred meters yeah. elevation. Yeah. And I I try to um, do a, a a run where I don't cross the same path too often. You know. Uh, like, okay. Yep. I mean, just for fun. Yeah. I mean, I've done plenty of in my preparation for Buffalo. Mm. One of the things I did was just repeats up yeah. and down Amber's Ridge. And I think my record was, I did six times up and down. Yeah. And that, I mean, had to do it though. It paid off though. It really did. Yeah. But um, sometimes you've got to do, yeah, you've got to do the hard yards, don't mm. you? Um, it's a, it can be a lonely, lonely sport sometimes. Yeah, but I love it, man. Like, yeah. just out there by yourself. You've got that, all that time just to think about your day, what you're going to do in the week. Like. <laughs> yeah. And it feels good, like, knowing that you're doing something that most people can't do mm. and you know you, it's like i feel like it's like i've got my own little secret yeah you know like and and you when it's when the sun's coming up and you're looking out over the, the city mm. pretty awesome yeah, i try not to forget how amazing that is yeah <laughs> but yeah um that's awesome man so um so you've done a few, a few ultras now do you know how many you've done i'm gonna say four <laughs> four yeah could have done five, but I DNF from the track 50. Yep. So, yeah, I'm going to say four um, official ultras. And then I've done one 60K training run leading up to UTA. Yeah, right. So, yeah. So, what is your what would you say is the best race you've done so Best far? race? Does it have yeah. to be an ultra? No. All right. Uh, Buffalo Stampede 20K last year in 2017. Oh, yeah. Where'd you come? Uh, first under 21, and I believe it was under uh, top 20. Oh wow! Um, yeah, and there's—I mean, the, at the Buffalo Stampede, the whole festival, there's got a pretty high caliber of athlete yep. there. So yeah, yeah. That's pretty impressive. Yeah. And you were so that would have mean you were 18 at the time. Yep, 18. And, and you're running against guys that would have been a couple of years older. Oh yeah. And and more. Yeah. And yeah, that's really good. And I was having a look at the results. That's when that was the first year they brought in the sky, uh, not the sky, the vertical K. Yeah. The 13K with thousand meters. And um, if I was to run that and do the same time I did in the 20k, I would have come third. I'm pretty sure. Oh, outright third. Yeah, outright third. So. Yeah, um, definitely got some some climbing in your genetics. I yeah, think, by the sounds of it, yeah. you and your brother. And um, did you was your dad or mum 
athlete. Yeah, we're cyclists, so. Ah, uh, there you go. Yeah. No, oh, that's great. Yeah. No. And, um, well, very good. And so you still ride a fair bit? Yeah. Yeah. You and your brother, I know that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's, that's so good. Um, so, have you ever had a, like, oh, you, you said you had a DNF. Have you, like, is that the worst race you've ever had? Or is, have you had, a, a, like, any really terrible races? And, I mean, it doesn't have to be ultra distance. But, like, it's, it's great. It's fun to talk about the good races that we have. Mm. But, like, just, so what's, like, a bad race that you had? And, like, why, what made it bad? Yeah, I guess the only one would be the DNF. I know um, this year's Buffalo Marathon, um, the last 10Ks, everything just fell apart for me. Tough conditions. Um, yeah, it was brutal conditions, yeah. and then my camelback bladder split. So oh. um, I got to the last checkpoint, and I was like, "Yeah, just fill up my water a bit." Pulled it out, realised I have no water left, and then we found the split, and then I was like, "Oh, great!" Um, but then one of the volunteers handed me their drink bottle, oh, so wow. I was like, "Oh, sweet, cheers to that!" And then um, my rain jacket, the zip broke on it. Yeah. Um, my watch. Um, Got an old 310 XT and the wrist strap, uh, yeah. the pin in that just split or something. Um, so yeah, everything, so everything, all the technology, everything was just falling apart for me. And I had 10k's to go, and I was like feeling good. I was really smashing. And it. that, and in Buffalo, the last 10k's is brutal. Probably the hardest yeah, part because <laughs> you've got to go down from Clear Spot, and that's a hard descent. Hard descent. And then a massive climb up mix track. Up mix, yeah. And this down year, this year at Buffalo. <laughs> There were two days of just shocking weather. Yep. You know, and I was in the 75. Yeah. And got stuck right in the middle of the shit weather. Yeah. And, um, yeah, it, I actually thrived on it. I had a, for me, it was a good day. Yeah. But, I mean, it was tough. Yeah. Was, there was, especially once the rain started and the wind and the cold. And then, like, so, yeah. That, so, like, mentally, when all your things started going shit, like, where did you, how did, did it affect you mentally? Like, uh... A little bit. I was like, yeah, I was pretty annoyed with my camelback, um, rain jacket and all that. And then I thought, you know, I've got I've got a water bottle. I won't need that much water for the last 10Ks. Um, it was like, yeah, it was cloudy. It was only like 10 degrees up there. So you still sweat though. Yeah. yeah. And then um, Garmin, I just threw it in my back, my um, camelback. Yeah. And I didn't even worry about checking my pace. I was like, I'm stuffed anyway. Like, there's no point to keep on checking the pace. Yeah. And then I was like, you know, just get out there and like, like just smash it out. You yeah. Do you try and stay on your yeah. feet? Especially that last descent. It's so slippery. Oh, yeah. 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 I, I think I fell on my ass like six times. Yeah. There was actually one section where I, I slipped onto my ass. And then slid and, all the way down. Oh, just yeah. mudslide, man. <laughs> just let it go. It was actually like, this is a heaps more efficient way. Yeah, it was. Yeah. <laughs> and I mean, you just don't want to keep going and, and go off the edge of a cliff or something. Yeah. <laughs> but no, it was, um, it was a, a tough race made even tougher by the conditions yeah, this year sure. um and you know i mean just in the in the ultra alone i, I mean like so many people didn't get to finish because because they, they, they cut, cut it off they cut yep. it off and i was lucky to get through the cutoff before they did that yeah and because my first half of my race was really quick and i was coming in i thought i'm going to come in well under um my target time which was 13 hours yeah it's pretty generous i was on track for about 12 yeah right but then the slipperiness and like it took me like 20 minutes to get up next track <laughs> yeah. It was a slow, slow climb because yeah. it was so muddy. Um, and I was pretty knackered by then. It was like oh, 70, yeah. 70 k's. 70 k's. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, <laughs> your next big race, what are you, um, what, what are you aiming for soon? Uh, the are big you... one I've got is Matterhorn Old Tracks in Switzerland. 
Wow. Um, so that's August the 24th or the 25th. Can't remember because the European day behind. Yeah, wow. Um, so yeah, that's, I was going to, because I'm training for under mile, I was thinking of doing the longer one, the 45K, which got about 3,200 metres elevation but then um i was having a look and um there's no junior age group yeah of course only for the 19k and the vertical k so i was like you know what if i really train hard um and do well in the 19k i can get my name out there and um also i just love this this the small uh like the 20k runs i just i don't know quick and easy under two hours you can just go as hard as you can quick and easy i think easy people would argue yeah. with you um are you at some point obviously would you like to pick up some spo- like sponsorship because there's sponsorship flying around these days yeah like, would you like is that a, like uh, a goal? i'm thinking of it it'd be good to i've always thought of getting on the sky running a and z team you know yeah. just traveling around with a bunch of other like runners um you know living the lifestyle yeah just living the same like for six months just traveling around europe just training really so good yeah it'd be yeah. great it'd be amazing yeah i um yeah, if I was you, I'd go for it. You, you know, you only these opportunities don't they they can pass you by so quickly, and before mm. you know it, you're you're like 38, got three kids. <laughs> you don't have the um, flexibility. Yeah, I mean, you still you got to you can still do things, but mm. it, you got to yeah, you're free and easy right now. Yeah, man. at the moment. No, <laughs> and like, and you're on the up. So yeah. You're 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 only going to get faster over the next couple of years. Yeah, for and sure. And I'm only I'm only going to get slower. But mind <laughs> you, as you get older, as you like, the the drop off tends to be pretty stable like it's a slow drop off yeah it would be and so in, i mean a lot of things i'm running faster now than when, than when i was your age you know and i mean i think because i'm a lot more focused with my training yep. i understand my body more yep. and um because my time i feel like my time is shorter i have to be more yeah way more focused with the training yeah yeah so yeah but that's that's great well i hope yeah you'd be great for you to at least have some way of encouraging like getting a sponsorship to cover some of your costs oh you know, yeah like, and um, there, there are literally the tra- whole trail running as a sport is just booming. Yeah. You know, and like I, I actually I've I've had this discussion with people in the past, and I, I actually think the trail running it has a place in like the Olympic Games or something like that. Oh yeah. You know, yeah. And I think it would make a great spectator sport, even if they did like a vertical mile, a vertical K challenge. Yeah. There. And, and because mountain biking's there, there's no reason yep. why they can't yep. reuse they've the same They've brought in surfing, skateboarding, exactly. like all of that. The trail running's huge. And, yeah. and the, like, the training has gotten way more... Um, um, people know how to train for trails a lot better. Yeah. <coughs> like a few years ago, a 100k ultra was so extreme and yeah, out unheard there. of. And yeah. now, like, people are racing that... Like I said, it's 100K, it's like it's the new marathon. Yeah. You know, people want to build up to 100K. And I remember when I ran my first marathon, I was like, yeah, I'll run a marathon and then I'll, that's it, I'm that's done. That's it, yeah. I'm not going to do anything. Same as me. And yep. I've done way more ultras than I've done marathons. Yeah. Once you get there, you just want to keep going. Yeah. And so. And even road marathons, they're too boring. They really Can't are. Can't stand them. I know, they do have a place. <laughs> and um, I'm training, for, like, I've actually. Before Buffalo, I was doing loads of hills, yeah. which I really love. Yeah. But now I'm training for the flat six hour. I've, I'm, I'm trying to stay away from the hills, even though I miss them. So I've been doing lots of flat yeah. to get my, my pace back up. Yeah. And um, I don't mind it as much, that much, but I'm really looking forward to getting back into the hills. Because yeah. I think it's uphill, it's my, um, my strength. Yeah. But um, yeah, what would you say your strength is 
as a I runner. used to think it was the downhill, um, pretty quick on my feet, because I used to play soccer, so, and then from skateboarding as well. So with Ooh. the technical downhills, I always found I was a lot quicker than the other runners in the races. But now that I'm sort of like got a con- consistent training plan going, I'm getting real strong in the hills. Um, I PR'd on Ribs Track for the first time in 18 months the other day. Oh, yeah. PR'd on um, the steepest hill in Black Hill, which goes straight up the uh, real technical from Addison Avenue, straight up to the summit. Yeah, I know the one. Yeah. Oh, good. PR'd that. I got fifth, fifth overall, so... I think I am number two behind your brother. Right, up yeah. Up that hill. <laughs> and, yeah, I haven't done that for a little while. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I reckon now I'm starting my up my yeah uphill is getting real strong. So yeah. I reckon maybe it could be um, a lot stronger on the uphill. Oh, good. Get it. You well probably because you're quite tall. Yep. You're getting your, that the leg. Mm. You got the stride, yep. and um, you're just getting stronger. That's yes. great. Um, you're um, how do you, you said skateboarding? You feel like skateboarding helped you as a downhill runner. Yeah. In in what way do you think skateboarding helped you? Uh, well, with skateboarding, a lot of it is all about your feet, really. You don't yeah. use your hands. Um, so, like, when you're uh, doing all those tricks, you've got to put your feet in the right spot. A lot of time, you're looking down where you're putting your feet. And then even when you fall off, you're thrown off the board and you have to quickly stay oh, in yeah. your feet. Otherwise, you fall over, you know. You break you your face. Break your, your <laughs> face, your wrist, anything like that. Yeah, oh, that's a really good... Um, so, yeah. I've never heard that perspective, and it makes perfect sense. Yeah. My older brother... He, he was he's always been a really good skateboarder. Yep. And um, yeah, I've never had that conversation with him. Yeah. So <coughs> I'll bring that up. And yeah, you got to you have got a really good reaction time, don't you? Yeah. And um, yeah, no, really interesting. So you're going over. Tell me a little bit more about the um the Matterhorn race. Yeah. So what's what's the um what are the statistics there? What do you so how far? 19k's. Um, I think it's close to 1100 incline. Um, all up. That's a fair bit in a yeah. in, in under twenty kilometers. Yeah, so Buffalo's twenty k with I think thirteen or fourteen hundred, um, but I'd say Buffalo's a bit more runnable. I don't know. I haven't seen the tracks over in Europe, but from the photos I've seen, a lot yeah. of it is single track. Awesome. And rocky. Um, I imagine it's going to be. Is it at altitude? Yes. Yeah. Always above sixteen hundred. Don't go. Don't drop below sixteen hundred. So the whole time, uh, I'm going to be struggling with the altitude. That's hard because yeah. here in Adelaide, like. I mean, Black Hill, at the highest point, you're about 470 metres yep. above sea level. Yeah. And it's so, yeah. Have you uh, considered doing altitude? Yeah, there are some altitude training places in town. Yeah, I've heard sort of for it, but, you know, the cost and yeah. benefit, I don't really see the point. Yeah. Um, you know, it's only one race. If, yeah. I was do- if I was going over the six months and running the, uh, the series, um, I'd probably, yeah, consider it. But as it's only like, one race, it's 19 k's, um, don't really to the point. I do have a few mates that use their masks, but I've read a few um, yeah. like posts on them, and apparently they're not as good as they. It's just like they just restrict your breathing. It's not the same. Yeah, I, I've heard some negative things about them as well. Mm. Um, <coughs> I think it's probably better just to do quality training with what yeah. you've got. Yeah. Um, you hear stories of people, athletes that you know they're going to do a race in a hot climate, so they do everything they can to make every run hot yeah. you know to get to acclimatize it which is good to an extent but it can limit your training yeah it's better to get quality training in in it like that winter is such a good time you know like yep. generally you know like you can run you're better off to train better comfortably and get quite you know yeah. it, it's hard and i guess you'll find out when you get there and yeah. <laughs> you might adapt quite well to it i do um, have i'm pretty sure i got uh, about a week and a half we're training um, in 
Austria, and we're going along the Alps all the way down. Yeah. So I've got about a week and a half of altitude training, but I doubt it will make much of a difference. Make a little. Yeah, yeah. might be a bit more than um, just rocking up on the day, mm. but you know. My other yeah. suggestion, as a, I mean, as a coach, one of the things I would recommend you do, next, uh, with your hill work, just throw a bit of extra weight in your pack. Weight vest, yeah. Yeah, just not heaps, but just enough to add a little bit of resistance. Yep. So I mean, just so that when you do drop, maybe slightly heavier than what you would run the race with, you know, yep. like. So yeah, that that's that's cool my thing about European races. Yeah is um, they don't require any mandatory gear. Yeah, you probably they, won't need much for 20 k. They just say, yeah. yep, take whatever you need. Your just be risk. Just be sensible. Yeah. Like, don't take any, nothing for a, you know, a five-hour run day, it's, it's, your, it's your own risk, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. No, it's awesome. Because I did a race in uh, Mount Buller, um, one of Paul Ashton's events, um, and, yeah, I had to carry um, pretty much the same amount of ma- mandatory gear for UTA. Yeah. Um, I'm guessing it's because in Mount Buller... Uh, quite uh the area is quite restricted it's hard to you know, yeah. get paramedics over there yeah so but yeah i've Europe. been i've been really grateful for mandatory gear like especially buffalo yeah I was buffalo's super, good yeah i um like it's the first time in, in any race that i've ever done that i used every piece of my mandatory gear yeah, yeah. i use the i end up using my waterproof pants and really everything. well because yeah. it got we're out there for a pretty long time and um and there was... Oh, you got hit hard by the rain as well. It came in. Like, yeah. early in, in the morning, it was quite... Um, <coughs> pardon me. It was it was quite uh, warm. It was comfortable. Yep. It wasn't raining. And then when the... I think I got to the, the chalet aid station. Yep. And from there on, it just rained and yeah, it got came windy. In. Yeah, so it made a difference. But yeah. Um, so what do you like most about training in the Adelaide Hills? Oh, dude, probably just because I'm that close to it, literally. 1K um, from Black Hill, uh, yeah, just 1K from it, and then travels everywhere. You can you go out, you can run 2Ks on the road, 1K out in the back to get there and back. As a warm-up. As a warm-up, and yeah. then the rest you could do 50Ks in there. You run all the way to the Mount Lofty Summit and come back, and you would hardly touch a road. It's yeah. all trails. It's pretty amazing. Yeah. And, like, I think I like most about it, Probably better than any other city in Australia, except for maybe like Hobart. Yeah. You know, like you've got the city right there. Yeah. You know, so accessible. And I mean, it's just start with all the new events popping up. I like, you know, like should be drawing in more um, interstate runners oh, and yeah, stuff. Would be because, for sure. <laughs> you know, you come over for a weekend from, from, from Sydney or wherever, you can run through the hills, you know, stay somewhere in the city. Yeah. You know, you don't even, you can go. But it's just I even found out the other day there's Adelaide Metro buses that take you up to the top of Mount Lofty Summit. Oh wow! So, so yeah, if you're a pay, trail runner, pay yeah. what is it three dollars for a bus ticket and you can come straight up to the hills, start at the top of the the summit and you can run anywhere. Yeah, so good. It's really good. Yeah, um, <coughs> no, I I totally agree. You get to see heaps of wildlife, you know, koalas, kangaroos everywhere. You just yeah. almost take it for granted how yeah. much you know. I've been seeing lots of echidnas lately, which, yeah. I, which I love. I haven't seen one for a while. Yeah. No, they're pretty awesome little animals. I've seen heaps of koala, um, not koalas, kangaroos oh, all always. through Black Hill. Yeah. More than usual, though. I'm not sure if it's the weather. Um, I think there's a lot of grass around. And they're, yeah. And they're, so they're, they're breeding quite well. Yeah. I've, I've, have you had any run-ins with kangaroos? few. I've had a few, about big six-foot, like probably seven-foot kangaroos. The just, ones that look like they're on steroids? Yeah, and they yeah, just the sit big, there in yeah. the middle of the trail, even on a fire track, and they just look at you and they just refuse to move, and you have to clap, you have to wave your hands around. I've done around. that too. 
Yeah. I hate running up there in the night. <laughs> I mean, I love it. But yeah. every now and again, you'll come around a bend and there'll be one right yeah, there. Yeah, right. And you nearly, like, crap your pants. Yeah. And, um, I mean, like, I, I love seeing them there and I always, like, say hello to them when I run past. Yeah, yeah. And, like, give them a bit of the old skippy. Yeah. Like, come on. And then, but, like, the thing is, um, yeah, every now and again, I don't, I don't want to get too close to them. I don't want to startle them and get, yeah. a, kick, get a kick in the guts. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, it's pretty cool. I, I, I'm really stoked. We only, I live... On up on Gorge Road. Yep. It's only like from my bedroom to the trailhead is like less than a kilometre. Yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. So it's great. Um, so similar distance to you. Yeah. Yeah. It's awesome. But um, all right. So uh, <coughs> so next year you're running your first hundred miler. Yep. Hubert one hundred up yep. in the Flint. Your ca- Flinders Ranges. Cara Flinders Ranges. Yeah. So what? Tell me about your preparation for that one. I haven't. I've thought of giving it a bit of thought. Um, spoken to a few other runners. The I've got his name now, Stephen, the guy that won it this year. Red Stephen Redford. Yeah, I've yeah. spoken to him on the phone. Um, oh, really? For about an hour, you know, giving him he giving me all my tips. That he, I need. he smashed it. Yeah. Like nineteen hours. Nineteen hours. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, really, it's gonna be. It's gonna, I'm just gonna treat it exactly the same as my UTA 100, my first 100k. Oh yeah. Um, just go out there and finish it. Don't really aim for a pace. Don't aim for a podium. Get there. Just do it. Um, yeah. And you, um, what kind of mileage do you want to build up to? Well, as I've been running, you know, 60 to 80 k's a week, <laughs> most of my, um, the last three years, I'm thinking of maybe ramping it up to 120. Um, I don't want to overdo it. Yep. Because um, I see some people, you know, 180 k a week. Um, but obviously, they've been running for a lot longer than I have. So, yeah, I'm thinking, like... You know, 120, 130 peak, and then but keeping it around 100. Yeah. Um, as the average. No, that's that's good. And I then mean, the yeah. elevation, I'll probably drop down a bit because yeah. at the moment I'm doing huge amount of elevation leading up for um, Matterhorn. Yeah. Um, so I'm doing like you know the other week I did 90 k's with 5,000 meters or something that's, like that. That's huge, and for what you're doing, yeah. it's really necessary. So yeah. I mean, having I did the 100 k at Hubert last year. Yep. I had a really good run that year too. Um. And, but um, it's mostly very quite flat. Yeah. You know, like this, yeah. it's undulating. Yeah. You've got the you've got to climb St Mary's Peak at the beginning and at the end. Yeah. But they're really not huge factors in the race. Yeah. You know, like so. Um, have you been up there before? Yeah, I went up run? the first year. Ah. Oh. Um, just <coughs> me and Kieran went up just for a training camp just to yeah. spectate. And then Kieran got sucked into running the forty k or the forty. Was it 40, 40 or 43? I think it's 42. 42, yeah. yeah. It was like marathon. Yeah. yeah. It's further, they weren't right. The distances were a bit funny. Yeah, yeah. And at that point, I didn't even, I haven't even run my first um, marathon. So I was sort of just going up, yeah, just for the weekend, just to, you know, hang yeah. around with all the runners. Yeah, know. yeah. Um, but yeah, I did a few runs. I went up um, Mount Bulgy Olsen. Um, oh, yeah, Mount... Olsen Baggy. Olsen Baggy, that one. That's the one. Um, I'm pretty sure I've still got the course record down. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, I don't know how I did it. <laughs> I look at it now, I'm like, man, that's quick. Like, <laughs> and then, um, yeah. Fearless. Yeah. <laughs> Literally, you just got to throw yourself down that trail and just hope for the best. But... Did you go, did you visit um, <laughs> Rawnsley Bluff? Uh, no, I didn't. That's a good so I climb up there too. At that point, I was still on my learner's permit, so I wasn't allowed to drive really anywhere. Um, so I just went up, you know, a few of the mountains, and then um, St. Mary's Peak, went up to the, the actual summit, 
and then yeah, that's about it really. I didn't do much, you know, I was, I was just getting into running, so I probably only did about thirty k's yeah. training there. So, yeah. Um, uh, yeah, it's good. It's really nice up there. It's one mm. of my favourite places. Oh yeah, it's great. I, I I didn't go this year, but next year I actually have kind of bookmarked to do the hundred miler next Ooh, year yeah. <laughs> as well. But um, we'll see how things pan out. Yeah. I um, but we'll see. And I actually have never done a hundred miler myself. Yeah. But I've done a, a number of hundred k's, but um, yep. yeah, it's it's getting. I feel like it's getting time soon. Part of the reason I went straight for the hundred miler as well is um. I'll actually be running it still at 19 years of age. So I don't know, I don't think many people have heard of people under the age of 20 running 100 miles. No. So that'll be a good achievement of like, yeah, do finish it. Yeah. Just be kind to your body, man. Yeah. You're young. Just got to take yeah. it real easy. Yeah. I think um, uh, there's no reason why you can't do it. And if you yeah. feel, you're, I mean, you're, your body tells you when you can't do something, yeah. you know, like, and I mean, I, I like to push myself to my limit and beyond to a point but you know, you know, like you got to live a life too, you know. Yeah. Like, and so, but no, I think you'll, but based on the training that you've done and the races you've done so far, yeah. there's no reason why 100 miles next year. Yeah, is, and it's not like such an extreme 100 mile either. It's, you know, this in, <laughs> it is secluded, but. <coughs> it's amazing out there. It's such wide yeah. open spaces. Like, like you actually feel the ancient landscape. Well, I don't know. It, it yeah. feels really weird. It sounds really stupid, but like when I was doing the 100K, I was coming in in the dark and I um I didn't have a buddy runner and like I I never you know like yeah. and I there was only one runner in front of me and I got I got beaten by um Hayley Teal okay yeah and she's a good runner yeah and she beat me by about well we've been running together for ages and I but then I didn't know at that after I lost her I spent hours and hours by myself and you go through the, these mental things of like I just wish someone would catch up to me because I'm bored or yeah. not, or I'm lonely. And it, like I was loving it, but so part of me was like, if I see someone catching me, I might let them. But then I was like, no, don't do that. Yeah. Like I had this battle within my own mind. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no. And then and then I was looking ahead and I could I didn't know whether she was five minutes ahead of me or whether she was half an hour ahead of me. Okay, yeah. It turns out she was 12 minutes in front of me. She finished 12 minutes. So it wasn't heaps. Yeah. And I actually... Yeah, there's a section when you come into the campground, because the 100k, we don't actually go over the um, the mountain again. Ah, okay. So you just go around the campground, you yeah. do a 1k loop around it. Yeah. And I actually was coming in towards the campground, and I heard everyone cheering, ah. and she had just finished. And then, but the last section, there was all this grass, and the grass was like about a metre high. And I couldn't, and my head torch was getting a bit dim, and I couldn't see where to put my feet, and it was like the slowest last kilometer and and i thought i wanted to get in under 13 hours yeah. and i ended up getting in exactly on 13 hours <laughs> which was good i was it was a great time for yeah. me but i was like oh that extra minute would have yeah. made all the difference yeah but yeah so um you with your 100 miler you're raising some you're doing something for charity tell yeah. us about that so for uta <laughs> i raised money for ms um I believe it 500 bucks i'm pretty sure i raised um and i want to do it again um the 100 miler yeah so i'm doing i was tried to keep it more something to do with what i'm actually doing yeah so basically it's um called bring shoes um in 100 miles and it's for a company uh, i forgot the name now but basically they um they just collect shoes all around the world um and yeah donate money 
Secondhand shoes. Secondhand shoes. Right. Um, I'm, I'm guessing if you donate the money, they'll buy brand new shoes for people. I'm, yeah. That's what I'm guessing. Um, but yeah, so you just donate all your old shoes and they hand them out to people that, you know, don't have the opportunity that we do to run in, you know, new sh- or sort of new shoes. Yeah. Um, so yeah, um, and it's not just, they don't send them over to like Cambodia, Africa or nothing like that. They actually help people in around our community. So I saw, can't remember what um, group it was, but there's a group in Adelaide, um, some one of the homeless groups, and yeah, they donate shoes to the homeless. Great. In Adelaide, Melbourne, Sydney, you know, all around Australia, <laughs> and then they've even got Africa, like everywhere, pretty much South America, Asia. Um, yeah, that's it's, that's awesome. Man. Yeah, so it's so, I saw that and I thought, yeah, that that's really something to do with what I'm doing. Yeah, and um, it's sort of promoting um, running and physical activity. Yeah, exactly. Which is healthy, and I think even people who I mean, running is something everyone can do. Yeah. You know, it's something, you don't have to, like, but a pair of shoes is yeah. very helpful. So that's great. Yeah. Um, how would, how do people contribute to your uh, cause? So basically, I've got a GoFundMe page, um, and you, yeah, you can donate money through that, or you, um, all, I've got all the links on my YouTube, Instagram, uh, my blogs. I've got all the links there. Yep. Um, to the, the actual organization's website and you can donate shoes to them or you probably um, meet up with me, give me the shoes and I'm going to, at the end or like a month before my 100 mile, I'm going to do a big um, send out of all these old shoes to the company. Awesome. So yeah. Well, I'll, put, I'll get all your information yeah, and I'll put sure. it all up on the, um, on on my Facebook page yep. and we'll I'll link everything you know, all the appropriate details so yeah, people yeah. can um, contribute. Yep. And I think it's an awesome cause. Oh, yeah, for and, sure. Um, yeah. So so how many more weeks to, to your next race then? So you got August, did you say? Yeah. So I'm going to go seven. So you're coming into a pretty Two big... Two months and a bit, I reckon. The next sort of month or so is pretty big for you then. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah July is going to be massive. Um, you know, yeah. Probably hoping to hit... Uh, I'm going to say 300... And yeah, just a bit over 300 k's in the month. And yeah. this year, uh, not this year, this month, I'm pretty, I'm getting close to 10,000 meters gained. So hopefully, that's great. So the next month, I'm gonna see if I can get close to 15. Yeah. Um. Yeah. 13, 15 k vert. So and that yeah, that'll be the big month. It sounds like I hope you do a really good job and oh, have yeah. an awesome time yeah, over there, man. For sure, dude. Well, it's been an absolute pleasure. Yeah. And I'll um. So Braden Funk. Yeah. Yeah. Follow him on all the. In, all the social medias instagram youtube it, blogs yeah, yeah. I'll, as i say i'll put all the links up and uh yeah hopefully we might talk to you again soon yeah for sure dude. All right, cheers man cheers if you want to hear more from the trail runners experience don't forget to like and subscribe and share this episode with everybody you know on every platform you know if you do this i'll be forever grateful And I'll be your best friend. I promise. Today's episode of the Trail Runners Experience is brought to you by Roasted On. Coffee that's so fresh, you'll need to check its ID. Do yourself a favour and head over to roastedon.com.au to order some deliciousness. Also, if you mix and max four bags of coffee or granola, you get free shipping.